Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, VA fam, I am so excited to answer this question from a listener who wants to be called Tired Nanny. Listen, I don't know how. Listen, I I take care of these kids because I I have to legally (laughs) and like biologically, I feel the need to keep them happy and fed well. I don't know how caretakers of the world do it on purpose as like their job because it's so exhausting. Okay. So I had to read your question, Tired Nanny. Let's get into it. All right. Tired Nanny says, I love your podcast. And every week, that's the one thing I look forward to listening to. I came to the US not long ago, and I'm trying to build my future here. I'm 27 years old and I have a bachelor's degree in education. However, I'm interested in getting into grad school to get an MBA. I've been using my background in education to work as a babysitter for quite a while now, but I am so tired of dealing with these families. (laughs) I have the money now to pay for grad school tuition and a year's worth of expenses. My question is, would you recommend getting an MBA to pivot to business? And do you think it's a good decision to stop working so I can focus completely on my MBA? Thanks in advance. I'm desperately looking for advice. I know I'm young. I don't want to work on ed- in education. And now the only experience I have is working as a nanny. Sometimes I think this is the only thing there's left for me. Thanks for your genuine advice and great content. Tired nanny. Oh, okay, hon. First and foremost, welcome. Welcome to the States. I hope that it has been... Uh, not an easy, but I hope it's been a smooth transition as much as it can be. I hope you have a community, like a support system here. Um, You didn't mention, but friends, family, neighbors, find your community and start to build out that support system. Because no matter what you decide to do, whether it's get your MBA, launch a business, pursue a different career path, and you know, you're going to need people to join you on that journey. Okay, the biggest lie that we that you're going to hear when you're in America is pull yourself up by your bootstraps all by yourself. That's some bullshit. Okay. No, 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 no. We do things with community with support. All right. So First, yes, you are young, okay? And what I'm hearing and what I'm reading is that you have this BA in education and you just don't, you don't think you want to actually use it. Or maybe you do want to use it, but not in the traditional sense. And I think the most literal, like some of us approach education thinking we have to literally do the the obvious thing that goes with that, you know, that goes with that degree. I have a bachelor's in education, so I must teach. You've already sort of stretched that to, you know, nanny, which I think is really smart and brilliant. I kind of love that you don't, that you're tired of it because you can listen to your instinct and say, okay, this is not going to be the thing. It's a means to an end. And 
I wonder if if you start treating the nanny um, job as a means to an end and not tell yourself that this is what you're going to be doing forever, maybe that'll help you when your mindset's a little bit different, like deal with it. Um, you know, you may need to if you want to continue it. Listen, I know for a fact it's good money out here. I pay my babysitter between depending on I have two that I rotate through one of them has a ton of education. She's been um, you know, she's worked, she's, she's older, she has all this experience and stuff. And I give her 25 bucks an hour. And then for but even for the college kid that I work with as well, that babysits for us as well, I pay her 20 bucks an hour, which is more than you'll get at most jobs, um, hourly wage jobs. And it can be really flexible and all of that. Okay, so it's good money. And if that's working for you, I'd, I'd hate for you to set that aside. Um, because, squirreling away money, especially at a young age, 27, you're going to be so grateful. You're going to look back on these years of nannying and be like, dang, I was hustling. I was sowing. I was planting seeds. And you're going to enjoy the fruits of those labor, fruits of that labor for years to come. Okay, so maybe it might be a little bit of a mindset shift for you. I hate this work more of ooh, this work is a means to an end. Okay. Now the end may change over time. Right now, the end that you're trying to get to is you want to get your MBA or you want to start a business. I wish you had told me a little bit more about what kind of business you're thinking of starting. Um, because then I could give you like more specific advice. But as Tiffany always says, you got to get your salt shakers out, use a grain of salt with all the advice that we give. But if you're wanting to pivot to launch your own business, do you need an NBA? No, absolutely not. I actually have a call with um, one of my original Mandy Moneymaker clients, uh, Jasmine, later today, and she's wanting to start an LLC so she can start consulting on the side. And I'm going to show I'm going to tell her what I'm telling you right now. Any dumb dumb can start a business. <laughs> now, is it going to be a profitable business that, you know, brings in revenue that makes you successful that pays your bills? Well, that's, you know, that is to be determined. Do you need an NBA? Absolutely not. The Department of Labor is happy to take your $200 or whatever it costs you to set up an LLC. Okay. However, when it comes to business strategies, and the type of business that you're starting, you may benefit from a structured you know, graduate program. Not every MBA program is built the same. And I would want you to spend time, 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 time to do your research, speak to people who've gone through a program, read the reviews, speak to the um, admissions office, like they are going to really want to take your money. These degree programs can be quite expensive. Now there are programs that are full time, full on, you know, really fast MBA programs, like get your MBA in a year, there may be a program that is more for people who are working full time, and may give you the flexibility to continue nannying and then work in the, you know, afternoon or weekends or whatever that may be, you want to find a program that's the right fit for you. And going into it already having a, a, the seed of an idea for a business can also help you understand what type of MBA to pursue, you may want to do a concentration in business marketing. Um, you know, there's all different types, you may want to be more on the financial side, you know, I don't. So if you're, yeah, there just needs to be a little bit more clarity on what you want to do with it. I'm not going to tell anyone ever to go spend 50k on a degree 
um, just, you know, because it seems like a good thing to do. I want you to have, I want you to at least have done your research so you know that it's going to be worth the investment. Okay. I don't have an MBA. I only have a bachelor's in journalism and I have squeezed every ounce of that juice when I tell you <laughs> that I possibly can and I'm still squeezing it because I'm like, I ain't going back to school. Um, and I've learned, you know, in other ways, I've learned from continuing education. So doing um, workshops, you know, especially in my career, investing in professional development. Another option for you is, um, or not another option, but I also learned through mentorship, through surrounding myself one by one over time, building relationships with people that have businesses are also starting businesses and are at very level various varying levels of being in business. So brand new to it, been doing it 20 years, have an online business, have a brick and mortar business, you know, different different types. And as I've gotten more focused on where I'm going with my business, I start to zero in on people who have similar business models and start to, you know, engage with them, speak to them, learn from them. Um, going to, you know, events, so conferences, um, networking opportunities, organ, you know, you can join organizations, clubs, clubs, what is this? <laughs> like the career, the, 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 the club fair at organization, what is it called? The fair at college where you choose your clubs. Anyway, organizations you can join that can help you connect with other people. Um, so I'm not, I, I know that you're wanting like a specific you know, a specific step by step, how do I go? But I feel like for you, you go cautiously, you do your research, don't jump into getting an MBA. Be clear on whether or not you need an MBA to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Okay, you are only 27. That doesn't mean that you get to kick back and relax. I think that you should continue working, whether it's being a nanny, or doing something else. Um, that you can earn income so you can be saving and investing, whether that money is going to help you, you know, with, um, you know, if you struggle with employment later on, or it could be the seed money that you need to start a business, depending on what kind of business you may need a little bit of startup capital. I also want you to work on, you know, the one thing I know with the MBA program is you're pretty much guaranteed to walk away with a business proposal, right? Like you're going to have like a business plan as part of your, you know, or learn how to structure a business plan. But you can also work with people who have built businesses to learn what is what is in their business uh, plan and how did they, you know, pitch their business to potential investors to get, you know, seed money. There's also grant programs, you know, especially as a um, I'm assuming, you know, you're a woman. I mean, I know you're a woman, but um, if you're a woman of color, so there's programs that specifically, you know, are there to help women of color get funding. Um, I know one of the um, one of our friends of the show, Ellie, Ellie Jop. Um, you can follow her Ellie Talks Money on IG. She's constantly helping her audience find resources and different um, methods of getting their business off the ground um, through getting like different funding opportunities, grants, loans, etc. So there's so many options for you. Sometimes, okay, here's how I'll, I'll end this. You say sometimes I think this is the only thing that's left for me. Mm -mm -mm, girl, I hope that I've given you some ideas just in this conversation. But there's so much you can do. Look how far Tiffany has come. You know, she was a pre-k, a preschool teacher. You know, she got a master's in education. Like, 
And uh, her undergrad was in education. And, and look what she's been able to build with that foundation, you know, of I know how to teach. There's so many, you know, ways you could go, you could literally be a teacher, you could obviously, you know, do private caretaking as you're doing and your learning isn't really hard. You could, um, sorry, you could uh, consult, like if you have a specific expertise in education, I know you're young, but the more like the more specific your experience is, you can take that and leverage it into a potential career path. Okay, so if you, if you are, you know, if you specifically teach a language or a certain subject, or you have a certain style of teaching, Americans love people who have like foreign, you know, it's like, it sounds, you know, because everyone, you know, shits on Americans education system a lot, which is fair. Um, because we do we are behind a lot of other developed countries. But anyway, like, you could show Oh, and, you know, in my um, in uh, my home country, this is how we create these math geniuses, these science geniuses, etc. That there's something there's a value proposition you can create for yourself. Um, but yeah, I would just say, welcome. You have time. You have time, hon. You have time to create a career path for yourself. You're already doing it. Do not or try your hardest not to create this idea that you have to have a linear path and it has to make sense. And America will, will try and tell you, you do it on your own, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, go to school, education is the way forward, etc. Sometimes that's true, but it's not the only outcome, okay? You don't, you may not necessarily need to sink a ton of money into an additional degree. I just want you to do, you know, some real research, take your time. MBA programs aren't going anywhere, okay? And depending on what kind of business you launch, you may not even need one. Um, so yeah, I just want you to keep going. I want you to stay hopeful, find your community, find your people and start building that community around yourself so you have support on whatever you know you you do next for yourself in business and keep listening to Brown Ambition. And thank you so much for your kind words and for submitting a question. And I hope you get a little bit of a break, Tired Nanny. All right. Honestly, y'all, this is my favorite time of week when I get to dive in to the hundreds of questions our BA fam has submitted and zero in on those career questions. So I thought it would be fun to look back in the vault of 2023 and pick out one of my favorite career questions we've ever answered. So here's a little let's let's cue that, you know, that chime music from Saved by the Bell when they go back in time. Here's a look back, a listen back at one of my favorite career questions of 2023. Enjoy. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 
350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed Data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition, rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, BA fam, we are back with another juicy, juicy career question. This one's going to be fun because it talks about negotiating, which is my... I start panting and getting excited. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna read it because this is really like Mandy's like wheelhouse. So I'm like, that's like my full accept. Like, let me read it so Mandy can put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> All right, what's Nelly got to say? So this is from Nelly from IG. Hi, Mandy. Hope you're well, girl. I'm here too, but that's okay. <laughs> because Mandy, oh, stop. Everyone's I, always I, like, hey, I, Tiffany, I, and that girl. I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> let me have one because you know best that this is a Mandy question. But either way, hey, girl, I'm just saying hi. <laughs> <laughs> Question, I'm looking to interview very soon for a new opportunity at my current company, different department. It would be a promotion and I have most of the required skills plus finish my master's in 2021. Go ahead, girl. Um, how can I go about getting the absolute max amount of money since they have access to my salary history? Um, FYI, the range is up to 156K and I'm at 123 currently. They require um, a salary expectation entry. When I applied, I said 150, just in case they negotiated me down. Um, let me know mm -hmm. if you have any tips, loving everything you're doing. Thanks, Nelly. This is a good question. What I wanna start singing hot in here, I don't know why. Just <laughs> <have the urge. laughs> 
or no, I'm no, let's do it. It's getting hot in here, so make sure you so get all your coins. <laughs> oh, okay, right. <laughs> We negotiate and no, that doesn't work as a rhyme. Okay, this is a, delete that. Anyway, um, listen, Nelly. First of all, congratulations because I feel like this is a really exciting opportunity, and to work at a company where you can apply to another department um, is awesome. And I feel like when people think about quitting a role for a new opportunity, you sometimes think like you have to go outside the company. But I'm a huge fan of pivoting in place. Like that's what I call it when you find a growth opportunity right where you are. Mm -hmm. And your mindset is really important here. And this is a thing where you you know what you make and you're kind of letting that kind of get to you a little bit. I would treat this new department like a, another company. So anything that you would do if you were interviewing for an outside company, I would do. You know, I would go in there strong and establish, you know, your credentials and how excited you are for the opportunity. You've already mentioned a salary. At least it was a, sort of at the top of the range. You mentioned 150. I, I typically would have said, you know, put, uh, you know, um, competitive or put zero or put $1, whatever it is in the field so that you don't have to necessarily name a number. But I think that you should go in there um, definitely expecting to get paid what the value of the job is, especially if it is a promotion. Mm -hmm. You have most of the skills, like you said, and you now have a master's degree. So if you were thinking about the salary that you have now holding you back, this is a whole different job. You know, it's a step up, probably more responsibility. What may help you feel more confident going in and asking for your value is to find comparable roles at comparable companies as the two comps. You want to have similar company and a similar role and see what types of salaries they're offering as well. And then again, think of them as an outside employer who doesn't necessarily know your current salary mm -hmm. and negotiate from that space. It's not about what you're earning now. It's about the market value. Excuse me. It's about the market value of a candidate for this specific role that you're applying for. Um, so don't go in there thinking 123 vibes. Think 156, okay? Mm -hmm. Think high. Um, and you also know that you're not probably just making 123. You also have to factor in your annual bonus on top of that. You know, so... For, don't forget that you can still negotiate those types of things like your annual bonus amount. If they offer you equity at your company, you should still feel confident um, negotiating equity when you get to that point. Like you've just applied now and you put in your salary expectation, which is cool. Now the key is everything that's going to happen before the negotiation, which is you really want to make them excited to hire you. You already know the company, but what other strengths do you bring to the table like how well do you understand the challenges the pain points of the team that you're joining do you have any connections on that team already that you can build on those relationships you want them to think of you as a no-brainer you know so that by the time you get to the negotiation or the offer stage they want you so bad that when you come back to them and like hey 140 is cute but what about 156 mm -hmm. <laughs> um that they're like okay we really want nelly you know so let's make this happen that's essential for you at this point. But before you get there, you gotta get your mindset right around, this is a whole different employer, mm -hmm. even though it's with the same company, whole different team. You're not in the same role that you have now. You're not making 123 in this new role. It's a whole different ball game. So start to think that way and don't get in your own way. I like that. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. as someone who employs and oftentimes typically will promote, promote from within, 
um, you know, I like most employees, employers are going to want to look within if someone is good because it's like you don't yeah. have to learn the company culture. I don't have to like kind of talk, talk to you about like and teach you about what we do here. So know that like that's a benefit, you know, um, to be able, you know, to looking to work internally. But also sometimes the problem is, is like um, the prodigal son, right? The person who leaves and comes back gets like better treatment than the person who stayed. So don't be afraid either to like be like, mm, it's seeming like they, you know, they treat me like old news. Maybe I need to be made new again. You know, so if you're needing, mm-hmm. if you wanted to make more, consider that too. But I just say this, that I have people on my team that are just so excellent. Like, are you bringing obvious excellence to the table? Not just just you're doing well, but you're visibly doing well. You know, there are people who like, even now, there's a woman on one of my teams that I want to bring on over to the Budgetista. She's on the Literature Academy team. Shout out to you, Akeisha girl. We come and get you. She's amazing. Like, you know, it just started with, you know, um, us contracting her to do a few things here and there. And I was just blown away about what she delivered. Logan was like, what we got to do to get her, you know? What did she do? uh, Project management. But she's just excellent. She's one of those people that like, you know, it just is going to see the thing all the way through. Aikisha works really hard, but also smart and strategically. She's like a great team player, like easy to get along with. She project managed project. So her first project management thing that I had her do was she helped me with the get with um, get with money launch. That was a huge project to entrust to someone. And it was like 15 of us working on Get Good With Money and it was getting to be overwhelming for me to manage everyone. So I said, I heard through the grapevine because we used to have our weekly chats when I was the CEO of the um, academy. I heard through the grapevine that Aikisha was interested in project management and just wanted to test it out. And I said, well, I have a huge test for you. Try Get Good With Money on the Bajanista side. And she was like, are you sure? I said, well, one, All 11 people on the Get Goes Money team are hard workers. So the project management component is not, you're not, you don't have to manage and motivate them. These are great people. I I cherry picked everyone on the team. So that was one. You just have to keep us all organized. And she was excellent. And I was like, hold up. I want Akeisha for myself. So me and Tam had to tussle. Like, I want Akeisha. So (laughs) I won. Um, And so, yeah, so I'll be making her. I mean, I don't even know if Akeisha listens, but yeah, girl, I'll be making you an offer soon because we talked about it already. But I'm just saying all that to say, when you are excellent, a space is always made for you at the table. So I'm sure you're bringing excellence to the table in an obvious way because it'll make people say, we cannot lose, you know, um, Nelly. So good yeah. luck to you, girl. Keep That's us updated. That's such a perfect point to make. Yeah. yeah. I talked to a coaching client this morning all the way in Australia. Shout mm-hmm. out to um, to Nicole. It was 10.30 her time, 10.30 a.m. my time. And she's going through a similar thing. She's applying for a senior role at her company. And I had to remind her how incredibly beneficial it is that people already know her mm-hmm. like she has brand recognition exactly where she is and and she i feel like sometimes we take ourselves for granted mm-hmm. at work and we forget like the, we don't or no one tells us but there's so much value in having a great reputation colleagues wanting to work with you that plus you can teach skills you can teach how to do this how to do that to a certain extent right so mm-hmm. if you're meeting most of the qualifications on all of them and people know and love you and will vouch for you um and you know endorse you that is so key mm-hmm. and that gives you such a huge advantage over external candidates so yeah it's just about building your own confidence nelly in that you have a lot going for you already understanding the inner workings of this company and even though I want to know like 12,000 more things about the situation, 
I just want you to go in again feeling strong. And, and to Tiffany's point about sometimes if you are missing out on opportunities and you're not being valued where you are, because that unfortunately is often the case, mm-hmm. use this as a litmus test to see okay, do I have growth potential at this company? And if this if this promotion does not work out or you don't get the support that you feel like you need, well, at least you explored that option and you should feel no ounce of guilt for looking outside of the company, you know, for new opportunities. Sometimes they got to really fear losing you to mm-hmm. really respect and value you, which is unfortunate, but it's up to you to, you know, assert your value in that way. So I hope this works out for you, but I'm just saying, even if it don't, there's other paths ahead of you as well. And they don't have to be, you know, feeling stuck or stagnant where you currently are. Yeah. But keep us updated, Nellie. We'd love to learn to hear like what happened. If you have a question, BA fan, ask away. Um, we're at the BA Podcast on Twitter. We are Brown Ambition Podcast on IG, brownambitionpodcast.com, where we have like a ask us anything button. And uh what is it, the Gmail again? Brown Ambition Podcast at gmail.com? Yes, ma'am. And so you can always Nailed Gmail it. us too. Um, yeah, <laughs> ask us your questions about business. Maybe you are an entrepreneur, career, money, and more. E mas. Mm, see, that's a little Spanish there. Mm-hmm. E todo. <laughs> so, yeah, until next week, BA fam. We love y'all. Bye. Bye. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.